0: Hi there and welcome along to the fourth of the Build Me Up sessions here on Row Along. Remember, these are for folks that are either new to rowing and looking to build up their strength and time on a rowing machine, or people who have been injured or maybe ill and coming back to rowing and just want to make sure to build up back into things. Now, as I've been doing so far, we're going to get straight into some light rowing while I describe what today's session is going to be. Okay, so let's get our machine set up, go to your drag factor, set that to where you want it to be. I'm still rowing on a slightly lower drag than normal normal. If you're not on a Concept 2 set, the resistance to a point where you're able to get a good stroke, good feeling from it, but you don't have to heave against it to get whatever gets moving, moving next up if you can set your monitor to eye heights so you're not having to look up and you don't have to look down and finally your foot stretchers. if you can get them set to a point where as you come to the front of the machine your shins are pointing vertically that's ideal if you're set too high then you might not be able to quite get there you'll be all bound up if you're set too low you might go scooting straight past okay right so let's just get into some light rowing Um, I just want you to make sure just to move up and down, put in a little bit of effort from your legs and arms, but not so much that you're exhausted. This is, after all, a warm-up, okay? So here we go then. In three, two, one, let's begin. Just nice and simple. Just push with the feet, get the power from your legs. So push with those feet and then try and connect the handle to the machine whether that's a flywheel, like on the Concept 2, or a water wheel, or a magnet, whatever, try to make sure that as you push your feet into the footplates, your hands connect the handle to the machine at the same time. Now you can help that with your body position by having a forward tilt over your hips in towards the front of the machine, and by keeping your arms nice and straight as well and that really helps get that power transfer in there so today's session is going to be 12 minutes long so just a 2 minute increase on top of yesterday's or the day before whenever you did it I'm doing these in succession you see and what we're going to do is 2 minutes at 20 strokes a minute at kind of a 6 or 7 out of 10 intensity and then 1 minute up at 28 strokes a minute at a higher intensity then we'll just do that 4 times and we're all done so a little bit of slower work to work on your base fitness and your technique and then some faster stuff to well work on your faster stuff it's important to get both elements in okay two more strokes for me and then that's the warm-up all done make sure you have a quick drink if you need it so 12 minutes we're getting up there duration wise if you think back to day one which is only five minutes long, and already we're up at 12. So remember, the intensity you're supposed to be putting in through this is enough that you're kind of building yourself up. Okay, you don't really want to be just tickling the machine. You don't want to just be going through the motions. Make sure to put a good push in through those legs. Make sure and get your heart rate up. I mean, even after that light run, just then you can tell I'm, I'm slightly out of breath. So get that heart rate up, get the breathing rate up, and stuff as well. But Don't get to a point where you're going to completely exhaust yourself and not be able to come back and do another session whenever you need to, okay? So that's the important part when it comes to intensity. I'm not really giving pace guides in terms of what I want you to see on the monitor in front of you. I just want you to think about your own body and what you are able to push yourself towards, especially if you're injured or coming back from injury or illness, where you really need to think about your body rather than pace. I'm not paying any attention at all to the pace that I'm rowing these at, okay? Right, so let's get into our main session then. So 12 minutes, I'm gonna do two minutes at 20 strokes a minute, then one minute at 28. we're just gonna do that four times and that will be our 12 minutes up, okay? So. Here we go then, let's get ready with our first, and there's no breaks by the way, just to say that, it's, it's like a straight 12 minutes, no rests. Let's get into our first set of 20 strokes per minute then, in three. Oh wait, i am not even re- reset my monitor, oh you idiot. <laughs> Most people would stop and make an edit and do that again, not me, I'm just going to confuse you and you're like, what, that's ready to go. Uh, right, here we go then, properly this time, in three, two, <laughs> one, let's go. see it's my level of lack of professionalism that's either what brings people to the channel or what holds me back this is why uh, this is why i'll never be one of the top fitness brands this is why the apple fitness people weren't beating on my door to be an instructor or the peloton people or whatever they're like yeah You're good at what you do, mate, but you're kind of missing that professional streak that we really need here at Apple. (laughs) Right, so remember this is all about giving yourself time to be in the right body position and things for your stroke. If you can spend the time during these slower, low-rate intervals to work on your technique, to think about that tilt forwards at the front and arms straight and then pushing with the legs. When it comes to speeding up your stroke rate and adding in power, where to be fair, it's harder to think about technique. It's these moments that are driving in a good kind of foundation technique to rely on. Okay, so in four strokes time, we're going to do our first 28. One more here. Here we go then. So up to 28 strokes per minute just push harder with the legs you're still wanting to take full strokes here so you don't shorten the drive length you just push harder with your legs in order to have a quicker drive speed and then you want to have a rhythm where your recovery complements your drive so if your drive goes faster your recovery is slightly faster Okay, 2 more 1 more and back down to 20 strokes a minute again for 2 minutes I'm hoping that was a nice added bit of spice for you slightly different to what we've been doing so far in this build me up series I just bouncing between these two rates introduced it yesterday or on the 10 minute workout more like but today you get a little bit more of an opportunity to row at a higher pace and a higher stroke rate because I know there are people out there enjoy rowing at this stroke rate and intensity but there are also people out there who feel more comfortable at the higher stroke rates so I'm kind of giving a little bit to both of you because you really do become a better rower if you have both bows in your quiver or strings to your bow, whatever the phrase is if you can be a good low rate rower as well as a good high rate rower you'll find you'll be a better rower Okay, 3 more strokes 1 more and let's go back up to 28s That was a quick two minutes, wasn't it? So just remember that stroke rate really is controlled by how quickly you drive out of the front but also your recovery too. So if you can get those arms back away from you after you finish the stroke so in, out in, out in a nice fluid rhythm a good flow then you'll find it a lot easier to keep your stroke rate up there Okay, two more one more and back down the 30s. Ah, oh. So this from my point of view it's like stretching a rubber band these fast bits where I'm kind of stretching the intensity that I'm working at but not to a point where I'm going to snap myself because I'm still only uh, I'd say about a week into having recovered from COVID properly it's only about a week ago that the fog cleared from my head and I didn't feel completely exhausted all the time. So I'm not one to push it too hard and end up tiring myself out and maybe giving myself some kind of a post-viral secondary infection. But that's why these 20 strokes a minute chunks are really important because the 28s are dipping my toe into the water of more intensity and then these 20s give me a chance to calm down heart rate comes down a bit but it's still up because I'm still putting in effort here alrighty three, two, one here we go then, 28s again these should be flying by now these 28s but take a look if you've got a mirror or even just look down and make sure that you're taking full strokes that you're coming in towards the front of the machine so that your shins are pointing vertically and you're also putting in a full leg drive getting those legs down at the back of the stroke with a soft lock to the knees Okay, I don't want you to completely lock out your knees at the back two more strokes one more and we're back down to our last set of 20 strokes a minute. Time's absolutely flown by today, hasn't it? So as we still have just under 3 minutes to go, but you get what I mean. Whereas day 1 for me coming back onto the machine those 5 minutes actually felt like an eternity as my strength fitness and confidence has improved from session one everything's starting to click back into place again I still don't think I'm anywhere near the strength or fitness that I was before getting ill but I can see every day my body is building and responding to what I'm doing and part of that is because I'm not overdoing it I know I'm saying that quite a lot today but as we get the duration of these rows up there, it's important that you make sure to do it within what your body is capable of. You don't want to be boom or bust where you have a bit of energy and then absolutely overdo it. Okay, two more strokes, one more, and our last 28's coming up now. So get that stroke rate up, push the legs into the machine, really feel that power surge from your legs up through your body and into the handle without your back or arms fighting it by trying to get in on the action too early should all be legs from the front then back follows and then you finish with a strong arm pull I'll slow down stroke rate wise a little bit here but that's okay I don't want to be overdoing it one more Ah and that's 12 minutes done good job so i quickly fix microphone, there you go Oh, I'd hope that worked for you I hope that was pushing you to where you needed to be in order to develop a bit more certainly towards the last half of that last 1 minute 28 I backed off the stroke rate slightly because I was starting to feel it was getting a little bit on top of me I'm still just not strong I'm still not, like I said, not where I want to be. So anyway, we'll get there. So let's just get straight into a cool down. Give our body a chance to actually cool down into cool down rather than just go and plummet into cool down, into being cool. Okay, so (laughs) we'll do what we always do. One foot on the ground, one foot in the straps. Then we're going to row 30 seconds aside and then we'll do the arms and back only and then legs only afterwards, okay? So here we go then, in three... 2, 1, let's go. So just pick a stroke rate and an intensity here where you feel that you're connecting to the machine as you push with the legs. Your hands are connecting the handle to the machine. But importantly, you're able to get your body into the right position at the front and at the back of the stroke swap feet. That was a quick 30 seconds, wasn't it? So you want to have that forward tilt into the front and then a complementary backwards lean at the back. Ideally, you're going between like 1 o'clock forwards and 11 o'clock backwards as you go through your stroke. And then you're always just tilting over your hips. You're not bending your lower back. Last one here. Both feet in, nice straight legs, soft lock to the knees, and just roll with your back and arms. So you, this is what I want to say about the hinging, tilting of your back. So as you swing over your hips, that's what's picking up that initial uh, connection of the handle to the flywheel. And then you add in your arm pull to finish off the stroke. Last one here. Then let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and that forward lean and just push out from the front. Try to hold that forward lean and straight arms the whole way. Okay? So I just want you to get used to pushing and maintaining that primed forwards position, okay? It's really important that you start the drive at least with this forward lean straight arms and you're not grabbing the handle, okay? If you find yourself grabbing and pulling early, try to stop it, right? There we go, ran over a little bit on our cool down, but that's fine. <sighs> so you can continue to cool down, do some light rolling if you wish, or if you want to climb off the machine, mini me has just started doing some stretches which you can follow along with most of them are round about 30 seconds long it all depends how long this outro waffle is however him up there stretching is a good use of time it's so when i say goodbye because it's much as i've tried in the past i can't make these quick <laughs> i don't know whether it's separation anxiety whether i just suddenly have a whole bunch to get off my chest who knows but no matter what Always takes me a while to say goodbye so um yeah so you might as well make use of it and do some stretching while i'm doing so so i hope you enjoyed this one it's the fourth session up to 12 uh 10 minutes oh i was saying no yeah 12 minutes i got it right the first time idiot um yeah and uh, a good row i mean that's uh by the time i factor in the light rowing we did as well then that was thirty-eight hundred meters for me which to be honest this time a week ago when i was still kind of like oh i'm still i'm still tired and whatever i wouldn't have even dreamed of being able to r- row 3800 metres the week after i mean this is i'm used to be able to, to, to i i'm used to being able to there we go this is a better sentence to row like fifteen twenty thousand 20,000 meters a day easily and 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 whatever so the fact that this is kind of where i am this is why i need to build up so But like I say, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, whether you're a new rower, whether you're recovering from injury or illness. This concept of just adding time is really important. And remember, you don't have to do them the same way I'm doing doing this. I can't speak today. You don't have to go day one, two, three, four in a row. You can go one, one, two, two, three, 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 four, four, whatever. Or you can go one, two, and then one, three, and then one, four. You can kind of mix them all up together just to try and give yourself a little bit of variety, a little bit more of intensity. Because after all, we're going to just do two more of these. We'll do a 15-minute next, uh, and then the final one's going to be 20 minutes. And then once you get up to 20 minutes, I think you can basically start to look at some of the other rows that I have up here on row along, um, because they start to be slightly, slightly longer. But then you'll have ones where it's interval workouts, where you get a little bit of rest in between and things, and then you could maybe look at plans and whatever. But once you can row 20 minutes, you can easily row 30 minutes. It's like it's, this is the reason there's a jump between the 15 and 20. If you can do 15 minutes rowing you can easily do 20 minutes rowing. It's really just getting up to round about that 15 at first. as a new rower, especially. Um, getting that kind of feeling into your backside of being able to deal with rowing that much. Like again, if you, want, if you want to do the backside kind of recap, then the first day for me, I was kind of a little bit uncomfortable because it was the first time in, in like three weeks that I'd actually sat down on a, on a machine. And then the seven minutes was still a little bit uncomfortable, but feeling better. Yesterday, I didn't notice it at all uh, what's happening. And today, I think it's kind of I can feel a little bit, but it's more. It's just about the the my sit bones squashing my glutes. It's, that's where the pain's coming from. It's nothing else. It's nothing to do with like the muscle power of actually going through the row. It's just because. My backside kind of got used to not having <laughs> having my sit bones squashing them, so my glutes went, oh, we can come back to life again. And now I'm like, squashing them again. So today I felt it a little bit, and then I might again tomorrow uh, for the next session, the 15s, I might feel it a little bit more. But then by the time I got to 20, it tends to kind of have all gone away um, by then. And then it's kind of 20, you should be okay up to around right about 30, and then 30, you should be okay up to around right about 40, and then it's, it's, it's basically if somebody was pressing on any muscle of yours with a big bone it's going to get sore after a while. But then the next day it's going to be like less sore because your body will be used to it. It's basically just there's the magic of the human body that it just adapts and gets used to things. And this is why we train this way. Why we increase intensity and increase time is that over time. This adaptation means that your body's going to get better at doing what it is. You know, it's like if you go for, if you even if you were to get down on the floor now and do 20 press-ups, um, there's a good chance that tomorrow your muscles are going to go, oh, yeah, I remember doing 20 press-ups yesterday. But if you did 20 press-ups tomorrow, you're not going to feel the same way the day after. And this is really what training is all about in terms of your muscles and whatever, is that the more you do it, the more your body gets used to it. But then the more your body gets used to it, the more you have to do, either in terms of duration or intensity, in order for your body to continue to develop and respond. That's why you kind of hit plateaus, where as you start, you get a really sharp increase in performance and, and whatever. And it's the same with like weight loss and stuff. When you first start, you might suddenly notice, wow, I'm losing loads, loads of weight. But well, then what happens is your body gets used to it and then you plateau and then you have to change something. So whether that's that you change what you're doing for a diet, if it's weight loss, that you start to kind of you, you flip it and turn it into a 16-8 fast or something, or you, um, or even you just have a, a weekend where you're like, "Well, I'm not going to diet, I'm going to eat normally to kind of give you kind of like a metabolic shock almost where your body goes, oh, real food. And then it goes, ah, no, well, now we're not eating. And then you... you you end up dieting or or losing weight again or in the case of uh, rowing you in order to if you hit that plateau then you either add intensity or you add duration or you just look at how you're doing things slightly different so if you're constantly doing long 30 minute rows even if you're going sometimes slow, sometimes fast, your body's still gonna kind of adapt to that. So then you might want to look at doing um, HIT workouts, the high intensity interval training ones, just throw in one of them every now and then. So you're going absolutely eye bulging, full guns blazing for 20 seconds, and then you take off like 40 seconds rest, and then you go eye bulging, blah, for 20 seconds, and then 40 seconds rest. And that real rollercoaster of your heart rate, your body goes, whoa, what's happened here? And, and then it's kind of, you destabilize it. And it doesn't have the chance to adapt, and then it then that will then lead into better performances. So it's the same with if you're if you're doing weights, you just you add more weight, or you change the amount of reps you do, or you make the lower of a bench press a lot slower, and then you explode up all that kind of stuff. You just you do things to stop your body getting used to what's going on. Simple. Anyway, where did that come from? Hopefully, he's run about done. That's where that came from. I gave him enough time for that guy to do all his stretching. Um, yeah. So. Uh, 12 minutes done yeah cool so the next next one coming up is going to be 15 minutes remember like I say you don't have to go uh 5 7 10 12 15 20 you can repeat some of them you can go back to one you can double up in a day you can do one in the morning do one at lunch and whatever it's all up to you you know your body just row these how your body reacts best all right Cool. So I will see you in the next one. Uh, Please make sure to take it easy depending on where you're coming from. Make sure and eat well and drink well so that you give your your body a chance to repair itself. And I will see you in the next session. Stay safe. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye.